When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six weeks from Election Day, folks. The breakdown starts now. Welcome to The Breakdown. I'm Tara Setmayer. This is the Rick Wilson in Florida. Safe right now, for now, as we I'm all know, there's a huge hurricane barreling down on, on the state of Florida. And we're hoping everyone is heeding the evacuation warnings and getting the hell out of Dodge and stays safe. But glad you are safe so far. Mr. Wilson, are you out of the cone of potential disaster? I am well out of the cone as of right now. Um, it has taken during the day today uh, it has broken a little more east-northeast, uh, and it was going northeast, but now it's a little east-northeast. It's going to turn in, it looks like as of now, as a Cat 3 south of Tampa, between Tampa and Sarasota, and go at a diagonal up through the center of the state. Uh, it is great that it's not hitting Tampa, since my elderly parents apparently did not want to leave. Oh, um, uh, but it is... It is um, Still going to strike Sarasota, and it looks like it's going to strike uh, up through the middle of the state. It could still do enormous, enormous damage. They are doing mandatory evacuations now, the no fooling kind of evacuations. Yep. Uh, where it's, you know, get out of your house. It's going to be 12 feet underwater tomorrow. Listen, um, my family lived in the Florida Keys for 20 years, and I spent some time down there. Yeah. I have evacuated many a time and i understand um the just the stress of all of that and it's it's tough and the and the obstinance of locals who don't want to leave like that is like yeah. a, such a florida thing they have hurricane parties for god's sakes folks like if you don't yes, live in florida yeah. you may not understand this it's a weird cultural thing to add to the litany of other weird weird cultural things in your home state but the hurricane party thing it's almost like uh, like you know we're tough it's not going to break us thing but it's just stupid it's stupid and dangerous but and also some- every time in florida there's a hurricane that the public service public safety folks across the state have to send out the, the the message saying please don't shoot the hurricane it doesn't help oh god because yeah. there literally are people in every hurricane who will go out and shoot the hurricane it just makes you wonder sometimes but but i, I i'm like like i said i you know the worst case scenario early in the week it was taking a beeline right for me yeah we saw um the worst case scenario honestly was it was going to hit st petersburg and tampa highly populated very very low yes. uh, water table around there low ocean depths around there so it would have pushed a lot of water very quickly right wouldn't have taken um, much and the flood control system in tampa can handle about um 
a, a one and a half foot storm surge. They were predicting two days ago, five to eight. It's higher right. now. Right. So it's, right. it's a terribly dangerous storm. Folks, if you are in the Sarasota, Bradenton, uh, Nokomis area down there, or if you're further south in Naples or Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Sanibel, it's not too late. Please leave. Yes. Please, please leave. It is not yeah. too late. Get on yep. the road. Don't drown. Yeah. Amen. My aunt lives down there, actually, in the Mayaka area. So she sure. she took off earlier today with her dogs and her cat, and she's safely uh, safely at uh, a That's exactly in that land. Bradenton, Sarasota split yes. down there. Yeah, it is. So prayers to everyone down there um, yeah. battling Hurricane Ian. Now, on to some other things going on. Um, you know, Rick, it feels like it's been forever since we've been together, like, calmly yeah. without someone traveling and you know this I know. last thursday I know. it was a technical nightmare i had a store i had a, a power surge you're you had a dog barking i had a dog a hey the dog was charming though yeah, at least the dog was cute it was cute but um but we are back together again and there's just a lot to get there's to. a lot and of a lot it really is and in i mean six weeks from the midterms it's going to go by quick. It's going to feel like forever because a million things are going to happen between now and then. But next thing you know, we're going to wake up and go, holy shit, it's election night. And, you know, back to that, the the the, the exhilaration of 2020 yeah. again, um, because there's so much on the line. And, you know, I was I was uh, watching Ari Melber before we came on tonight. And it's not just Ari Melber before we came well, on. earlier, I'm saying like that that was the five o'clock hours normally uh, Nicole's right. yeah, hour, yeah, yeah. But, like the normal Ari hour as I was uh, preparing for the show. And it re reminded me because as everyone knows, I was out last week because I was in Europe for a, a conference. And what's happening in Europe is really frightening. Also, it's not just yeah. happening. What's happening here in the U.S. Um, you know, we had Liz Cheney over the weekend talking about the threats of of fascism and like what's going on in the Republican Party and what the Republicans are allowing and the dangers of some of these people running for office. And you see what's happening in Europe, particularly Italy. And this has been creeping up for a couple of years. And Italy just basically elected a um, a female Mussolini light. And I don't say that lightly, no pun intended. Ruth Ben Giat, who's a friend of the show, who wrote the yep. amazing book Strongman, she is a fascism expert. She was on Ari Melber's show tonight, basically saying that this woman, Maloney, who just got elected prime minister of Italy, um, is a far right reincarnation of Mussolini, quoting the similar things that he's quoting, very savvy, very scary in what she is putting forward. This populism, nationalism crap in Italy now is reemerging. Hey, Terry, that's you know how I know she's an everyone. actual fascist? How? Because every American conservative is suddenly yes. head over heels about her. Yes. And if you call her a fascist, they lose their goddamn minds. They it's, lose their minds. It's it's really, it's insane. I mean, you have Tucker Carlson and Ted Cruz and others that are saying that, oh, this is wonderful. She's great. She's a conservative. And, you know, this is what we, we want here trying to normalize it. And that's the scary part about this. They started this shit with Viktor Orban in Hungary, and now they're moving on to this, this chick Maloney in Italy. And I love my beloved Italia, but this has been creeping up for several years with the five-star party, this right-wing party right. that's been uh, gaining ground in local oh, elections. Yeah. And now they're, you know, uh, you know, national elections. And, and um, this is, this is no, no, no good 
no bono in in Italy and what's ha what the Americans are doing what rep American Republicans praising this woman and normalizing her is indicative of what we're facing the threat that we face here in America too because you have people like Carrie Lake and mm -hmm. Blake Masters and Doug Mastriano and others who are putting on these faces of fascism and of this insanity that's not democratic and it's they're, they're, they have way too much support, Rick, for my comfort level here. These are closer races than they should be. Yes, they are. And these are dangerous lunatics. Tara, lunatics. We are, we are in a moment, we're in a moment globally where the appeal of the strongman, the appeal of the authoritarian, the appeal of the dictator is enormously powerful. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in our history, that appeal is amplified by a hyperkinetic social media environment yep. where terrible ideas that ordinary people would hear in the past and say, no, I reject that. That's outrageous. We're not going to do that. That's not an American Republic. That's not a democratic small D principle. <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> now, <clears throat> these things are jet propelled through the political ecosystem by social media and by, by things like Fox. And there's nothing to countervail them. There's not a media outlet out in the world now that is fighting wow. essentially for democracy every day. We are. Well, we are. We do some streaming and some podcasting, folks. Right. We do our best right. at it. Right. We do our best to keep people informed. But in the media space, there's almost nothing to compete now against the, the, the rising tide of authoritarianism. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's and that's and Maloney the, is a she's an example of this perfect example of it. Come yeah. here, you know you get you know Carrie Lake, you know why you know why Carrie Lake's having a breakthrough with Republicans in the world. It's not because she's beautiful, although that helps being a candidate. No lie, mm -hmm. it's because she says what's in their id, what's deep in their what's deep in their subconscious. She says the things she, that they want to hear. The we'll same blow up the federal government. We'll right. set up armed guards at the border. We'll kill illegal. You know this whole stack same phenomenon with with uh, with uh, what's her name in Alaska, Sarah right. Palin. It was the same thing. They had a pretty face with really ugly stuff coming out of it. They gave a permission structure to these people yep. uh, uh, to you know to to um, say the quiet parts out That's right. loud. That's right. That's and, exactly and same folks, thing. that is why again, please Democrats, please, please. Please, 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 for the love of God, do not think because you've had some good news in the last four weeks that this race is done. It is closer than you think. Yep. Polls tend to undersample Republican voters for a lot of reasons. We can go through another, yes. a whole other show. Yeah. Tara, Tara knows we, we've been to this rodeo a lot. Indeed. Um, and please check your voter registration. If you are not registered, you still have time in almost every state. If you have are registered, Please make sure your party affiliation is still the same thing because yes. it might be in a lot of states have been changed. And please request your absentee ballot early, fill it out early, get it back, make sure it was returned. Follow up. Your personal responsibility for this is something I cannot overemphasize. I cannot overemphasize it. it absolutely. Um, recently, I think it was the New York Times just came out either today or yesterday with a, um, a report card. They did a report um, in conjunction with another organization showing right. this, the ranking the states of where it's most difficult to vote 
versus right. where it's easiest to vote. It was very interesting, the results there. We'll um, post that up on the- Yeah, we should post that on our, on our social because mm -hmm. it's um, check mm -hmm. your state. <laughs> check your state. Uh, you'd be surprised who, where some of the mo most difficult places are. And it's not all red states. So nope. um, pay attention, as my grandfather always said, we must pay attention to what's going on here because the other side, you know, it, th this is a war of who's more motivated more motivated and more organized. You bet. And so, you know, 100%. that's why we do what we do. Speaking of Carrie Lake and Liz Cheney and all of this, and in conjunction with this conversation, you know, Liz Cheney over the weekend, she was saying that we have to do our part to make sure that people who believe in what election deniers are saying and in people who want to tear down the Republic do not get into power. And she said people like Lake and Mastriano, they're dangerous. And she said that um, they, <laughs> they're calling Liz Cheney a Democrat, which goes to show you how asinine the thought process is here. But right now, Republicans are only interested in basically undermining democracy because all these people are election deniers. And that is like, number one, the priority of all of these crazies that are running for yeah. office. So we have a, a rapid response concerning Carrie Lake. You know, it's funny, I looked, I looked this uh, Italian uh, Ms. Maloney up. Everything was, she's a fascist, she's a, a racist, she's this, she's that. And I thought, wow, this is somebody who I can relate to because they're doing the same thing about me. And it, it makes me yes. realize that if they're not calling you all of these slurs, if they're not attacking you, then you're probably not truly representing the people of your country. They're wearing it with a badge of valor. My, my question is, what country? Right, exactly. That's not American. <laughs> exactly. And that's the message that Democrats should be putting out there. Don't necessarily Absolutely. call them fascists and all that, because most people don't know what that means. They just don't know. And, and the right has done a really good job of co-opting that and turning right. it around and making it just like they did right there and making it some type of badge of valor like they're victims now because, oh, they're calling us that. So that must mean we're doing something right. No, 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 no. They need to call them out on what it is they actually believe and say, that's how right. does this align with American democracy? How does this That's align right. with American values? Put them on the freaking hot seat and force them to answer it. Do and not let them make turn them it around. Their, when you make them own their evil, it's 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 even more effective than making them own their crazy. And they absolutely and they have plenty of crazy. Right. They don't like to own that either. <laughs> That's right. That's Think exactly what, right. Did we have a last week? Did what happen? Don't we have a last week in the Republican Party? Did we we do. I was going to get to that because oh, well, I wanted sorry. to make I wasn't sure. rushing you. We That's all right. We're in the show. Okay. I wanted to make sure that we got to some of the of what's happening in Italy and all that first because it, it there is a through line here with all of that. Right. And now that we have gotten through all of it, now we can do last week in the Republican Party because it is Tuesday. <laughs> Roll it. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it. There should never have been separation between church and state, saith the Lord. Why not more details in this plan? Shannon, there are ample details. So number one, an economy that's strong. Wow. You've seen the ads attacking me. They're all lies. 
Next would be saying I hate children and puppies. White supremacy, which, you know, I condone. I mean, I, I condemn. Googled a picture of his assistant. She's a very attractive girl, so I started looking even more. There are two naked people, and they are acting out a sexual act. So in m multiple different sexual acts, do you want me to send you some so you can see them? Virginia is a border state. So every state is a border state. President Biden will let any illiterate gangbanger, oftentimes with drugs, come right on in. His mission is to get this book into every school, every school board, and every library in America. As happens to a former president, etc., etc. I hate to use the word former because I have a lot of problems with what happened. You're familiar with 911. It was in your backyard, but on 911, we lost 3,000 Americans. We need to uh, have something like a white uprising. Once injected with the so-called uh, uh, vaccine, you become connected to the Internet of Things, and you can be mind controlled by intelli by uh, artificial intelligence. I said I tried to rid the state of Minnesota of drugs by doing them all. This White House press secretary is terrible. And yet we won't talk about it in the media or in Washington, D.C. because she's black and lesbian. I think they took my will. I found out yesterday. I said, where is it? Uh, am I in it? I think they took my will. <laughs> Could cause a lot of no problems. <laughs> no. Literally, I walked onto a plane. Somebody yells, let's go, Brandon. It was kind yeah, of funny yeah. thing. Within a minute, the whole plane is chanting, USA, USA, USA. Elect Trump one more time and then stop having elections. And let's go in that helicopter and go hog hunting. Enter to win now. Oh, my God. Now, listen, I, I do want to say one thing. I hate feral, feral hogs. I hate feral pigs. They're terrible. They're a scourge. I would not go anywhere near anything to do with Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> in, a, in a helicopter or with Marjorie Taylor Greene having a firearm anywhere near me. Good God. Um, I, don't friend... trust her. I don't trust her muzzle discipline. I don't trust her moral discipline. And I wouldn't trust myself to go, oh my God, your seatbelt came undone. <laughs> Which muzzle discipline? We already know she has no discipline with this muzzle. Yeah, that muzzle. Um, uh, a friend of mine, a reporter, is heading down to Georgia to do some coverage of her election, all that. And I said, good luck, brother. <laughs> Stay safe down there. Have fun in storming the castle. You know, have fun with that. So many things in that just really irritated me, particularly, you know, Rick Rennell going after. Um, uh, the new White House press secretary. You know, Kareem is one of the nicest people you could ever meet. I had a chance to spend a lot of time with her on panels in CNN over the mm -hmm. years. And you don't always have to agree. Well, I don't on, always have to agree with half her. a dozen panels together in the last Yeah, and, and you know this what? She's and it's historic. She's the first black female uh, press secretary. And, you know, Rick Grinnell, who got his job completely unqualified for it, okay, has some audacity going after her saying that, oh, she's terrible and no one can talk about it because she's gay and lesbian. Like, fuck off, Rick Grinnell. You, you, he, he got both of his jobs in the Trump administration. He was completely unqualified for And he's got the audacity to talk about somebody else. He needs to just really just go somewhere you know um Rick i, I can't is one of those guys who absolutely knows better of course and, and at some point he stopped faking and started buying into the whole bullshit mm -hmm. um and he's 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 not a stupid guy but he's decided he's going to be an evil guy yeah and it's um you know it's just 
infuriating. So anyway, I just want to mention that. Um, something else that I wanted to mention was what's going on with the immigration. So we saw during that last week in the Republican Party, there is a concerted effort, a unified message coming out of the Republican Party going after immigration. Shocker, right? We already know this. Now everyone knows that I am a border security hawk. I worked on this issue in Capitol Hill for seven years. Sure. I was very involved with, with the Border Patrol. And, and there are a lot of problems with our border security and our immigration policy. However, what Ron DeSantis and Abbott are doing is absolutely despicable. They're playing with people's lives. And Rick, you, you had a great hit tonight on Ari Melber talking about this. And it's just, um, again, playing on fears of people and taking advantage and demagoguing this issue and messing around with people's lives. Now, are there a lot of people that come across that are claiming asylum that are not legit asylum seekers? Yes, there is a complete abuse of that system. However, what has happened with these plane flights, with these flights, I mean, of these, of these folks, these were legitimate asylum seekers from Venezuela, as you pointed out. They do have... Right. They do have a legal right and they have a legitimate case for asylum. And what DeSantis is doing, that, that big expose on him, uh, we were talking about it it's off funny. camera. It's Ooh. just unbelievable. And read it, folks. Please, that, it's in Vanity it's Fair. It's in Vanity Fair. Holy Ooh. guacamole. And this whole thing is just not only just the whole Ron DeSantis just cabal. But what he's doing, even with those flights, that there is some corruption going on there, questionable payments, and you know, who he paid to fly them a couple million dollars as a donor and all of this stuff. It is really unsafe. It should shock no one that right. there's corruption involved in the state of Florida in government. Right. Because, and I, I tell people this all the time, they never believe me. Pound for pound, Florida makes New Orleans look like Bern, Switzerland. Okay. <laughs> Florida yeah. is the most corrupt yeah. state in America by an order of magnitude. You cannot imagine the degree of outright corruption in this state where there's there's like outright criminality at a level that if someday the federal government, the FBI, would decide to investigate it, <laughs> they would round up 50% of the people who live within five blocks of me in my neighborhood yeah. <laughs> who are lobbyists who make millions of dollars every year and who are lavishly, insanely corrupt. Yeah, I mean, for a while there, New York and New Jersey were right behind you. We had a lot going on there. We're just, we're, we're like in the pros here. Yeah, uh, Florida is, is is a whole nother level on a lot of things. And oh, it's uh, level. Yeah. a whole nother level. And, but what's so interesting about all of this is, and we have been saying this for over a year now, Rick, yep. this internecine warfare that is beginning between Team Trump and Team DeSantis is about to pop off. I've got the popcorn. I'm ready. They are about to do battle. And all and of these what, stories folks? about DeSantis don't think that they were not planted by Trump world. They see the threat. They see the threat. And they're trying to take them out. 57%. Yes. Guys, let me tell you something. We have been stoking this fight with them for a year. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
because we knew what would happen eventually. Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis's ego would start writing checks that his his political acumen couldn't cash. His Trump's ego cash. would get more and more fragile and pissy. We knew what to do. We did it because we believe that either one of those guys is a very substantial threat to American democracy in 2024. Mm -hmm. We're always trying to think ahead for you. Always trying exactly. to play the game out a few a few turns farther out in the future than your average super PAC might consider, since your average super PAC doesn't plan past lunch. <laughs> That's right. There's nothing average about the Lincoln Project, folks, no, no. as you've noticed. Um, we're, you know, it's somebody's got to do it. But that pay attention to this. This is not the last um, uh, crazy story that no. we're going to hear about Ron DeSantis. And um, and the fact that it came out that DeSantis said that that Trump, he thinks Trump is a moron and all the things that he says mm -hmm. behind closed doors, how he can't stand the Freedom Caucus and all those guys are a bunch of wackadoodles. Yeah, no kidding. We, I mean, this isn't news to us. We know what people say, you know, behind closed doors about what's happening. And yet they go along with the, with, you know, to stay in power and say what they need to in, in public. So we're going to continue to call them out on this, but this is about to be a bloody battle, folks. And we're here for it. What else is a bloody battle that's going on? Um, Rick, last night you did a town hall with Maya and you gave an update. And I think it's important for people to hear kind of more updates on what we're doing. Because like sure. we said, there ain't nothing average about Lincoln Project as a super PAC. And what we're doing, we have our, our hands in a lot of places, doing a lot of things. And we have, you know, we have a really small staff. People have no idea that it's super PAC. Some super PACs have 50, 60 people on, on staff. Yeah. That's not the case here, okay? We've got like a dozen and that's about it. Plus we have our union uh, volunteers, which is another extraordinary- Hardest working team in show business. Yes. Every single one of them, they they put in more work every week, folks, than you can imagine. They can all be out in the private sector or somewhere else in politics, making more money, having an easier lifestyle, <laughs> but they're in it for this mission like yes. we are. Yes. And they work so damn hard. I just want to thank everybody on the team Absolutely. You know, We're so, so we, got, we, got a, we got a hard sprint here ahead of us. But when that sprint is uh, when we get to the end of it on Election Day, I'm hoping that the work that, that everyone in this team from political to production to media to grassroots stuff to the union volunteers to every part of this organization can can sit back and say, hey, we we we, we kept our finger you know, on the pulse of what we needed to do in America. Mm -hmm. We faced up against the hardest parts of the anti-democratic movement yep. in the country. And we defeated them. So Absolutely. shout out to everybody on the team here at LP tonight yes. and to all the volunteers who help us and all the donors that keep us moving and keep this keep this organization running every day. Because we, we we rely on the support of, of folks like you who are willing to go out and go to lincolnproject.us slash donate and to join our team to help us support the work that we do. I mean, we've, we we are enormously gratified and, and enormously honored by your support and your trust. We put that money to work. We we are doing voter contact in rates, races in states all over the place right now mm -hmm. um, from, you know, the, in the key races, where, as, as I said, democracy is on the line for 2024 and beyond. That's right. That's Wisconsin, Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, you know, the Florida, uh, we're going to be... Uh, here we go. Involved in a little bit there as well. So, um, you know, where we are, Abe is watching in, in all those places. Um, we're also watching what's happening with January 6th because there was supposed to be a hearing tomorrow. 
But because of Hurricane Ian, the right. committee decided to postpone that. And we think from what we hear from Hugo Lowell and others that this may be the last hearing of this because they got to wrap this thing up and write the report. They got to do a report. They and do. It, and the clock, is, the clock she is. And as you know, Tara, better than anybody, <laughs> doing a committee report is not like, you know, you can send somebody home at Friday at five o'clock and your book reports due on Monday. Right. It's no. a lot more. By the way, I wanted to say one other thing uh, about the work we've been doing lately. Yeah. I don't know if you folks have seen our Doug Mastriano ad about his ties to anti-Semites mm. and about the threat of anti-Semitism in Pennsylvania. We showed it um, last Thursday. Yep. Yep. But I, I want to say one thing about it we discovered. We we do we study all the analytics of these ads. It is one of the most impactful ads of any organization, not just us. We we deliver impactful ads. And it's not just the total number of views of the ad. But we're hitting 238,000 households a day right now on digital with that. It's moving the numbers in the race. And it's and and when people watch this this ad online, they watch the whole thing. Right. They all the way through, which is very, That's very important. important advertising. And and it really reminds us that people, when you put the fight on the line and tell them what it's about, when it's about the future of democracy, when it's about whether we're going to be a country that elects a vicious vile anti-semitic racist like doug mastriano um it really is it really is something that's very gratifying to see how people engage with it they share it they're sharing the content a lot which is a way that we are able to go out there in the world and do some something that other super PACs can't do look they still rely on the old model tara they're like yes. well we'll spend five million dollars and we may move you know a hundred thousand votes yeah it's well, we we have discovered in this postmodern era, putting the resources that we have into, into digital distribution and into the quality of our production and our content mm -hmm. is the secret sauce. Yes. We're ahead of the curve as we tend to be um, in, a, in a very positive way. And people are watching. That's the most important part about this is that people are watching it. You know, like yep. a lot of times when people see political ads, they go, oh, okay, and they click off. Right, click. Um, but that's not happening here. We're, we're our analytics show that people are watching our ads all the way through, which is a testament to the quality of your work, Rick, and of your creative team and what you guys are doing. And um, it's impactful. Don't let anybody else try to fool you and say, oh, like, no, 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 no. That's why LP is award-winning and still here going strong and continuing to churn out amazing content. And people fear us. They still fear. Nobody wants to be on the receiving end of a Lincoln Project ad. Trust. <laughs> um, facts. Yes, facts. And that ad, by the way, is going to go on radio and play in major markets in Philly, I think Harrisburg right. and Pittsburgh. So key areas, it will, it, it will be converted to a 30 second radio ad as well, because it's been and so again, successful. It's one of those reasons, and one of the reasons we're doing it, folks, do not take anything for granted. No, not. not at all. This ever. is a red-ish and red state in most parts of that state. Do not take your foot off the gas on this thing, because if we do, we may find Doug Mastriano whipping past or even God forbid that moron Oz. Oh, that's right. Uh, They're both closer than I want, honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, even look at what's happening in Georgia. Herschel Walker is tied. Pe people, listen, okay? Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. Come on. Come on. So, exactly. Please do better. 
Oh my God. Anyway, um, I want to do, I want to get, do a quick update on some January 6th news because there's some things going on here that I think people will be interested in. So just because the hearing has been not canceled, but postponed doesn't mean there isn't stuff to talk about. So our good buddy, Denver Ringelman has uh, rankled some feathers because he was on the committee where uh, staff doing what he does. He comes from an intelligence background. And he decided to write a book about it. So the committee members are upset. He left the committee back in April before the hearing started, but he did a lot of really good work. And um, Denver was a former congressman down in Virginia. I've friend been of to, both of ours. Friend of all, both of ours. He, his, his wife has a distillery. They make excellent whiskey. It's called Silverback. We're big fans. We have honey whiskey right now. We need to re-up on because my mom drank it all. Um, she's like, they. my mom was like, they got something good going on here with this. I was like, I will make sure to tell Denver that. Um, it's really good. Silverback distillery. Um, anyway, but Denver also has a book out now and he was on 60 Minutes and he was talking about some of the stuff that they found. And yep. one of the compelling pieces of information that's out there now that we hadn't heard yet was that somebody made a call from the White House to a rioter while the freaking insurrection was happening. Now, we know who the rioter is, but we don't know who was on the other end in the White House. And the point here is that, and what Denver's been saying, he was also on Ari Melber tonight. He's saying that this goes beyond just a handful of people. And it was way more premeditated, way more coordinated, and way better financed than anybody realized. And... There's, he said there's up to 40 members of Congress who are all up in this whole plot. And that is something that I don't think we've talked about enough. And I hope that the committee talks a little bit more about that. We know the handful of congressmen, but he said up to 40. That is just unfathomable that they would be it involved is, in it this. Is, it is one of those things, again, Josh Hawley is out there with the big fist in the air salute to get him revved up. And then he ran like hell out of that building. Yeah. Trust me, there's text messages from that fucking guy. Absolutely. And you heard that they, that they, uh, took, sure. that the DOJ got 24 and it was DOJ. Somebody got 24 secret service, uh, agents phones. I think yeah. it was the inspector general, I guess so that's DOJ in that whole thing, because we already know that there was, uh, I'm calling it a cover up. All of a sudden, all the Secret Service messages, messages disappear when the Inspector yeah, General is looking for them and the committee. Come on, get the hell out of here. That wasn't by accident. By the um, way, speaking of 1-6, I'm yeah. glad that the guy that assaulted Officer Fanon today got his ass in so, a deep crack. I was just he about is. to, I was just about to go there. I was just about to go there um, in some good news about January 6th. So today, this insurrectionist bastard named Kyle uh Jones? Is it Kyle Jones? A oh, young, Kyle Young, Kyle Young. Um, yeah. Sorry for anybody named Kyle Jones. Kyle Young, this guy from Iowa who went to the insurrection with his 16-year-old son in tow, by the way, yep. was in the middle of that battle at the, in the, at the Capitol, and he was one of the folks that was involved in assaulting Officer Fanon. Yep. Now, Officer Fanon is the one that the tough guy with the tattoos that has been very outspoken and ended up having to retire and leave his career early as a uh, metropolitan police officer as a result of his injuries. He's the one that was tased and assaulted. And they said, kill him with his own gun. Mm-hmm. That is Officer Fanon. He is a badass dude. And I'm so thankful that he has continued to speak up and not back down from these fuckers. You know what happened today in court? Today was the sentencing day for this Kyle Young. He had already pled guilty a couple months ago. It's on video. You can see it as part of the thousands of hours of video. Um, 
what he did was he handed the taser to another guy who actually tased Officer Fanon. But what Kyle Young did was he held Fanon's hand, his wrist, so that he couldn't get to his gun to protect his weapon while he was being assaulted and all this was going on, uh, among other things. So this guy pled guilty and the government uh, asked for seven years. Fanon had an opportunity today to give a witness impact statement. And he said that he hopes he got 10 years and that he hopes that he suffers. And I listen, I don't blame Officer Fanon for being angry. Not one and, and damn bit. Not one bit, because all of these fuckers deserve to be thrown under the jail. And today he got seven years. And this guy was crying on the stand saying he apologized to Officer Fanon and he'll take whatever punishment comes to him. You know what? F this guy, okay? Crocodile tears. He should have known better. You brought your freaking 16-year-old son into that melee. How dare you? That's shameful. And I'm glad that he's going away for at least seven years. And that's federal prison, folks. You're going to serve that entire sentence. That's it's not like enjoy that there, pal. He's going to be there for seven years. And one other thing happened in court today. These these January 6th guys, man, they they are just the pieces of shit. Somebody yelled, speaking of, yelled to Officer Fanon, called him a piece of shit in the courtroom. And there was a I stare down. Yes, there was a stare down. Of course and there was. bailiffs came and removed the January 6th supporter out of the room and the judge banned them from coming back into the courtroom. I have so much respect for Officer Fanon and those guys for keeping it together sure. because he is constantly under attack by these bastards that try to that try to question his patriotism and call him every name of the book in the book for protecting the Capitol that day. So they I, I am thrilled to see that this is one of the longest sentences handed down seven yep. years. Yep. Uh, another former this guy, this guy Richie deserved 10. it. Karma yes. is a bitch, and he's yes. about to be one in prison. <laughs> Amen to that. And we have no regrets for saying any None. of it. None, None at all. So on that note, um, that's what I wanted to mention. Oh, and one other thing, another update that uh, people should know, because it's in the January 6th realm. So why did January 6th happen? Well, they thought that they could manipulate the vice president because of the Electoral Count Act, having some vague parts of it here they tried to manipulate. Well, members of Congress have been trying to fix this through legislation which is what you're supposed to do. And in the House and the Senate, they've had Electoral Count Act um, bills that are the Reform Act, basically, bills introduced. And in the House side, it's Liz Cheney and Zoe Lofgren who've written a bill, and they got it passed last week, but it was pretty partisan. Only nine Republicans voted in favor of it. What it would do is that it would codify the vice president's role very specifically, that it's ceremonial only. Ministerial and ceremonial. That's it. And instead of only needing one member of Congress to object to start that process, you would need one third of that party uh, uh, members to object to make it a lot more difficult. Well, that passed, I think, 229 to 203. The nine Republicans that voted for it are all Republicans that are not either seeking reelection, lost their primary or are retiring. Shocker. Then in the Senate side, there's a Senate version that is- A lot of courage when it finally, when they're out the door. Yeah, I know. But on the Senate side, you have um, 11 Republicans at least, including Mitch McConnell, who support the Senate version, which is sponsored by Susan Collins and Joe Manchin, of all people. Um, And their version is very close to the House version. The only difference is they're asking for one-fifth instead of one-third, and so um, in order to object. And Mitch McConnell has said that the, you know, the House version is dead on arrival in the Senate. We're going to go with the Senate version. And you know why? 
because they do not want Liz Cheney to get that victory. That's all that's right. about. If Liz Cheney's name wasn't on that bill, it'd be a different right. story. But that's because they do not want her to get that okay. victory and have that bill passed with her name on it. And that's the sole reason why. But you know what? If they get this passed, it looks like it's going to get a vote and will pass in the Senate. And we're going to get some version of an Electoral Count Act reform that makes it more difficult for a January 6th type of situation to, to plot like that to happen again. So I think that's good news. That's the way it should work. I think so too. Yes. I think we have a couple audience questions before Let's we uh, end the show tonight. Before we wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Kevin McCarthy will be Speaker of the House? I hope to God he will not be Speaker. He posted commitment. <laughs> okay. We already know how I feel about this, Rick. I've been saying that he's not going to be Speaker of the Listen, House for I gotta months tell you, and months and months. I, I will say this. Elise stepped back from the edge because I don't think she felt like she had the numbers. Yeah. But if I was Kevin McCarthy watching Jim Jordan, I'd Jim get a Jordan. food taster, a Kevlar vest, and an armed security guard 24-7. Yes, Because the Magas don't love you, Kevin. And nope. Trump loves to humiliate people who have bowed before him. Mm -hmm. And there's a really good chance Trump says, no, I, Jim Jordan's more loyal to me. And that MAGA caucus that's coming in of Republicans yes. is real MAGA. It is. And you know, there was town. there was an article about Marjorie Taylor Greene having more power than people uh, would like because she's basically the leader of the crazies over there in the House Freedom Caucus. There's because like 40 like Kevin of them. had her today or yesterday, yes, whatever it was. With the uh, announcement commitment ceremony, mm -hmm. even though she's a bat crap, crazy, lunatic, freak racist show, conspiracy uh, the, theorist, the, the lead, the lead, the lead geek in the mutant parade of the Republican <laughs> crazy caucus. Yeah. But Kevin's now, well, you know, I guess I could just like make a deal with him. Oh, please. He knows he has to kiss her ass because they can derail his speakership. And the closer the margin is, if the Republicans take over, Right. It, the smaller the margin is, the more powerful the crazies become because he needs every single vote. If a, right. if a portion of them break off, he cannot be speaker. And they know this. They're sitting like, you know, with their shit eating grins, waiting for him to, to, sit, to sit there and kiss their asses to get what they want. So this is we so can't true. have these people in power, folks. It's we cannot, so damn you know, true. And Rick, I will tell you off camera because I it's off the record. But uh, at the conference I was at in Germany, there was a certain. Um, let's just say friend of McCarthy's who was there, who I had an interesting conversation with, who also admitted that McCarthy is not so bright. And you, yeah. and and I will tell you off camera. Okay, not one more question. tool in the drawer, folks. No. And also, by the way, he thinks that, that Kevin may not get the get the speakership and that it would be Jim Jordan. Yeah, no, I think, look, I think the speakership is, is it, it ah. is gonna be a hard fought battle for him to get that. But we have to make sure Republicans don't get Congress first. We're talking as if it's a, a fait accompli. It is not, people. There's still a chance. All right. The Lincoln Project, do you think Ginny Thomas and Clarence Thomas will finally be held accountable for their part in the insurrection? Clarence, because he knew what his wife was doing. So, Rick. I got some Ginny bad Thomas news for you, yeah. Amy. No. No, that's right. No, it's not going to happen. And the reason is because a Supreme Court justice, I don't think ever in history has been impeached. No. That's the only way for a Supreme Court justice That's to right. be held accountable for anything. Either they voluntarily resign or they die. That's it. Correct. There, there is a mechanism. There's no other, there's no easy option there no. No. to no. get you to get you to the conclusion that you no. know that that he should step down or that right. her behavior and activities were inappropriate. You can always conclude that from the evidence, but but there's no way he resigns from the court. 
No. And there's no way, frankly, that John Roberts is going to be the first guy to throw an African-American justice off the court. Correct. That's just the political reality of it. However, we did find out that Clarence Thomas uh, in the news this week did not declare, did not disclose that his wife made, what, $700,000 or something like that on his financial. What is she being paid $700,000 for? Because she's Clarence Thomas's wife. Uh, yes, I know, but I mean, is, it, is, she, is she she have like an account on only fascists or something? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And the thing about that is, like, how do you not know that your wife made seven hundred thousand dollars? That's like, right? like an, oops, I wasn't aware of it. Really? Well, you know, I, I, yeah, I guess I don't know the whole situation. And she agreed to uh, voluntarily come before the January sixth committee in a video deposition. I don't know when that's happening, but at least it's happening. So. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. I predict there's going to be a lot of I take the fifth. Yeah, probably. I mean, she's had her little crazy batshit crazy fingers in, in a lot of weird shit. Remember, um, she thought that the Biden family was already off of, in a barge. Off right, of off Gitmo. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looney Tunes, these people. Parents, anyway. Your wife needs help. Hi, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's right. it. I think we've had a thorough catch up today, Wilson. We have indeed. 45 <laughs> minute show. Yes. God bless America. I will be back again on Thursday. We'll see you guys on Thursday. And I will definitely be seeing you on Thursday because now I'm not in the in the dead eye of a major uh, Cat 3 4 hurricane. Well, we're going to keep an eye on it still because you know, if 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 you sneeze too hard, your internet goes out. But the plan is now that the Wilson will be with us on Thursday. But even if he isn't, don't worry, we have him covered. So um, we'll see you guys on Thursday. And don't forget to check out We're Speaking tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.